We're up to Simin Reish Mem Dalid. We're up to Siv Dalid. Just to recap the eker of what we learned up until now. Although it is mutter to have a non-Jew doing malacha if he is doing it for the sake of being paid for it. And we say that he's doing it adaited and afshe, not for the sake of the Jew. And bitnai, that the Jew does not require him to work on Shabbos itself. Nevertheless, we found that there's an iser of kablonus. You are not allowed to go and give over a job to a non-Jew um, on something that is mochubra lakarka, um, a building construction job. To hire a non-Jewish contractor where you're paying him a flat rate regardless of when he works. That's kablonus, and it should have been mutter. It is also because of marasayin. People are going to think that he's a schir yom, that he's hired by the day, and you're paying him to come in on Shabbos. So it said there that it was usur if it was mechubal akarka, because we give that a din of parhesia, and therefore there's an isr of marasayin. Says the mechaber and sivdalid, meleches parhesia filubim metaltalin. Even if we're dealing with an object that is not mechubar, we're dealing with something movable. Kagon Sfina Hayaduli Yisrael, like a boat that is known to be Jewish. Jewish owned. Dina Kamo Meleches Mechuber. That is considered like Meleches Mechuber, where there's an Isser of Kablanis because of Maris Ayin. Now, why did he have to choose a case of a boat for Metaltalin? Um, we have lots of other portable objects. You don't need a boat. The answer is that in the house of a Jew, it's going to be Yasser anyway. So he wanted to have a case of something that is metatlin outside the home of the Jew, and I would have been matir, kamash mulan, that it is not mutir. Whereas metatlin bitsina, uh, metatlin that, that are somewhere else, not in your house, and no one knows about them, um, then no one knows that a Jew owns them, there would be no isr of marasayin. So a schir yom would still be yasu, you can't hire him to do malacha on Shabbos, but you can take him as a contractor and he doesn't have to stop on Shabbos. Sifhei. Now, Sifhei is a, uh, is a Rambam. Uh, we'll see, the Ravid argues. And there's a machlokis achronim, exactly what the, the case is. So let's begin. Sifhei, im socher en Yehudi l'shana o l'shnayim sheyichtovlo. You hire a non-Jew for a year or two that he should be your writer. Oshiyeriglo beged, or you hire some uh, some woman to go and and weave you clothing. Hareze kosiv vaorig b'shabes ki ilu katsatz imo shiyichtevlo sefer shiyeriglo beged. You are allowed to. He's allowed to continue working. The non-Jew can go and and do the work for you on Shabbos. Shu osa b'chol eishiyirtsa because he does it when he feels like it. You're not telling him to work on Shabbos. Now, what is the case? The Magen Avram learns, you give him several different jobs. The idea is that, uh, that it's, you are the, uh, the he, he, this person you hired is the, uh, the house scribe or secretary, and you know that there's X amount of things to be done. He could do them whenever he feels like it. If he chooses to do them on Shabbos, that's not a problem, because according to the Magen Avram, you're not even gaining on the deal. The fact that he does it on Shabbos, he'll have Sunday off. He'll do it on Sunday. He'll have Shabbos off. It's totally up to him. The Taz adds a case. The Taz says that this is this is um, even a case where we're not talking about that um, that uh, you give him a, a finite amount of of, uh, of assignments. He has to be available for all, for all of your writing. Just he's allowed to take take days off whenever he wants to. 
So the Taz says that that too is permissible. You're not telling him to work on Shabbos. The Magen Avram holds that if you do that, then you're gaining on the deal by the fact that he's working on Shabbos. Because um, otherwise, I don't know that this would have gotten done for a while. So we have a Machlokas, the Magen Avram, and the Taz. The Magen Avram says it's mutter only where you gain nothing by his having worked on Shabbos, meaning the amount of work he's got is work that where, where even if he doesn't work on Shabbos, he will definitely get it done, and you're not going to get any more by his working on Shabbos. The Taz says it's even where you can provide him with work whenever you feel like it, it's just that he's allowed to take a day off. His not having taken, taken Shabbos off uh, gives you the benefit whereby now you get an extra day. So it's a machloka shachtaz, what, what exactly the heter is. Vahu, with a condition. Shaloyach shavimo yom yom, that you don't pay him by the day. Veloyasa hamalacha bevesisrol, and he cannot do the malacha in the house, in the Jewish house. Um, doing the malacha in the Jewish house is also always because of marasayin. You cannot have a non Jew do malacha in your home. Vyesh misha oser besochreni hudi lizman. There is an opinion that asers, this is referring to the raivid. Now, according to the Magan Avram, the Ravid is asering even if you don't benefit from the day. Meaning, according to the, to the Magan Avram, the Ravid is saying, even if you didn't, uh, e- e- even though you're giving him a finite amount of work and you're gaining nothing by his working Shabbos, it is nevertheless aser. Uh, whereas, according to the Taz, um, according to the Taz, even in the, where the Rambam was, was matir, even in the case that, uh, even in the case where there's, there's not a finite amount of work, but the work is whenever you feel like it. So you're gaining by his working on Shabbos. Um, according to that opinion, the Ravid only argues on that. But in the Mogan Avram's case, he wouldn't argue. How do we, Paskin? The Mishtabur's Hachra is that we follow the Ravid, but only in the case of the Taz. Meaning, if I give him a certain amount of work, and he can do it with or without Shabbos, and I gain nothing by his doing it on Shabbos, um, in such a case, we are not machmir. Whereas we are machmir um, only in a case where I have a lot of work to do. It's an endless amount of work, and uh, the fact that he worked in Shabbos makes me benefit. Now, further, Hagos says the Ramah, V'davkas yishachro l'malocha miyuchedes kagon beged lera go sefer lichtov aval kishesachro l'chol hamelocha sheyitztarech tov zman aschiris l'kuli alma aser. Whereas, what happens if you hire him to do all of your work? That for sure is aser. Um, what's the reason for it? Um, the re- the reason for this is because it's almost it, it's almost positive that you're gonna you're gonna need malocha on Sunday, and the fact that he did malocha on Shabbos. Um, makes it that he's now available for you on Sunday. So it's Korav Levadai that he understands he's doing Malacha for you, even though he was allowed to take the day off, but he's doing Malacha for you. Based on that, um, um, based on that, when you're dealing with people that have a living maid, you really have to be Mocha when she does Malacha on Shabbos, because any Malacha she's doing on Shabbos will, will give her, will free up time on Sunday to do more Malacha. So you're gaining on the deal, and for that, uh, for that we, we say is Aser. Now, um, one more thing, and that is that we saw, we saw before that in the Jewish home it is Aser for the person to do Malacha. So the Shaila is, what's with the case of a maid? 
can she do her own work in a Jewish home? So the the, uh, the Eliarabe is matir. Um, however, the uh, the uh, there are those who ask her, and the Mishnah comes out that you should not be doing it other than in the case where she's sewing her clothes or anything else where it's obvious that the work that she's doing is her own, and therefore there wouldn't be marasayin. So it is also for a non-Jewish maid to do her own malach in a Jewish house, unless unless what she's doing is clear to everybody that uh, that um, um, she's doing her own work and not the Jewish work.